Welcome everyone to Couch Potato Diary. It is once again fight week. Thank you all for downloading and listening today. I'm Peter Klein. You probably know that by now, but I don't introduce myself a lot on here. You can find me on social media, Twitter and Instagram. I am at primetimeklein, twitch.tv slash primetimepk, and you can email the show couchpotatodiary at yahoo.com. Coming up, we have a couple of early storylines for UFC 286, the Calgary Flames getting some good news over the weekend, and the World Baseball Classic is Awesome. And we'll close with today's ticket. Thank you all so much for tuning in today. Hi, I'm Kim Carson. And I'm Peter Klein. And this is We Had No Idea. A podcast about world events that you know about. But might have fallen asleep for during history class. Or social studies, however you learned history in high school. Each week we'll do a deep dive into important topics throughout history. So whether you already know everything or feel like you need to top up on some history, we'll be here for you. Listen to us each week wherever you get your podcasts. Woo! All right, let's kick this thing off with the Calgary Flames as they pick up a convincing 5-1 win over the Ottawa Senators last night. And this was, for almost any other team, this would be just a nothing win, right? Like it would be, yeah, it's two points. We kind of knew they were coming. Let's move on. You had a Senators team who is outside of the playoff picture, battling, but outside the playoff picture, uh, coming off of a back-to-back where they traveled through one time zone and then had to deal with the time change in the other one. So they were bagged and the flames treated them as such and again like i said that normally would be just a yeah okay this is huge for the flames the amount of bad teams in bad situations that calgary has lost to over the the last few years is or over the last few months sorry it well years too is just downright depressing so this is a flames team that cannot take any win for granted at this point that was exactly what they needed and i I mentioned a couple of these things on game over calgary after you can download that podcast or even get this one for a bit more in-depth calgary flames breakdown but it is so great for the flames that Jacob Markstrom is kind of back to his regular form. And if this Jacob Markstrom had been here all season long, this team would be, I think, comfortably in a playoff spot right now. As it is, it's probably too late. 15 games left. Um, we're we're kind of winding down here. It's probably not going to be enough for the Flames to get into the postseason. But it does give you confidence going into next year. And I think it does kind of course things out a little bit. That, like, I again, I don't see this team as being one that is going to go the rebuilding route. Um, So I think it gives you confidence that you can build around this goaltender one more time as you go forward. As it is, the Flames are five points out of a playoff spot right now, um, but they are behind a Colorado Avalanche team who has three games in hand on both them and the Jets, who are ahead of them in the Central Division standings. So that is kind of where I am. Uh, my, 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 I'm more focused, excuse me, on the Winnipeg Jets than I would be the Colorado Avalanche at this point. Um, I, I just, I, you know, you guys know, if you've listened to the show for any amount of time, you know that I am fully in on Colorado, um, still making a real run at this thing. So I, I don't think they're going to hang out in the wild card for too much longer. They have three games in hand on the Jets, but for, for the Flames now, um, it's great that Huberto feels like he is coming around. The fact that he is playing on the side he is more comfortable on, it's mind-boggling to me that he has struggled this entire season and we are just now putting him in a spot where he is most comfortable. Like that uh, from a Flames standpoint, if I'm a Flames coach, you're looking at this like, "Oh yeah, let's put like I I just I can't I can't actually wrap my head around that." 
that this is a guy who is struggling all year. And the Flames are like, hey, you know what we should do? Maybe let's put him in the best situation possible. What? This guy might be, aside from Markstrom, might be the most important part of the Flames and their success. And if he gets going, then things really can start rolling. And nope. Just going to hang him out to dry on a side he's not as comfortable on. Like, it, it is it is so stubborn, Daryl Sutter. And then him making the crack last night, like, well, he came in from the right side. Like, again, all of this, like, Daryl Sutter humor thing would be adorable and endearing if this team wasn't five points out of a playoff spot with 15 games left in the regular season. Or if, at their most important time of the year, they had more than four wins in their last 10 games. Then it would be like, oh, Daryl. But this team is wildly underperforming. And there has not been one moment this season where it's felt like Daryl has taken any accountability for that. And so for him to be cracking jokes like that just really rubs me the wrong way. Um, before we get into some UFC talk, I also want to pivot to baseball with kind of a, a note on hockey as well. The World Baseball Classic has started, and it has been so much fun. Whether it's Shohei Otani hitting 500, uh, 500-foot home runs or... Um, Team Canada with 18 runs yesterday. The Italian team celebrating in Italian team fashion. Um, like, it's just been that there has been so many just fun things coming out of it. And it's been pretty fun baseball, too. Like, the, the, the actual sport that's being played. And I like some of the, the rule tinkering that they have with uh, mercy rules and things like that because this is a preseason tournament. This all really drives home that the NHL dragging their feet on any kind of World Cup things is just absolutely asinine. There are more people talking about baseball in March than there normally are. There are more people excited about some of these guys than there normally are. It's a nice reminder, like, hey, Shohei Otani, gonna be one of the best guys in the world, you know? And it allows these guys to show their personality and show this passion and why this can be a really fun sport. It's stupid they're not using the rule changes in it, but that's another story for another time. The fact that we haven't had a best-on-best -best competition in the NHL in, how even long has it been since there was a best-on-best um, a -best competition? Uh, the World Cup of Hockey, the last time we had one of these was 2016. So it has been seven years since we've had a best-on-best. -best. Um, because, did they do best-on-best -best in the Olympics? Either way, it's been a while since the since the NHL and has had the best players in the world playing all under one roof in a competition like this. And it, it, it is just earth shatteringly stupid that the NHL is dragging your feet on this, especially when you see the success this has, when you see people get excited for the, the FIBA tournaments in, in basketball to just be like, Oh, well, we'll get to it when we get to it. It's so like the, it, it's just money left out on the table. And it is so incredibly frustrating to see. Some of the music on Coach Potato Diary is provided by Wasted Talent. Find their producer on Instagram at Tommy Fresh Music. All right, UFC 286 is coming up this weekend from the O2 Arena in London, England. In the main event, Kamaru Usman looks to reclaim the welterweight crown that he lost in the final moments of his bout with Leon Edwards against the champion, Leon Edwards in Leon's adopted 
hometown. It is going to be a really intriguing fight. Um, this one is not the stacked card that we had a couple of weeks ago at UFC 285. Uh, a couple of interesting women's bouts with uh, Joanne Wood and Jennifer Maya on the card as well, but th this one is really based on the main event, Kamaru Usman and Leon Edwards. Isn't And as we look at the early storylines for UFC 286, I think the big one here for me is clearly in the title fight. Leon Edwards, and you know, I mocked it a little bit after. Leon Edwards saying, oh yeah, I, um, I, I proved everyone wrong. No one doubted me. It's like, dude, people were doubting if you didn't doubt yourself until the final minute of that fight. So don't, don't, don't. Um, but now he has 25 minutes or 24 minutes and four seconds of cage time against Kamaro Usman. What has he learned from that that he can put into this next one? How can he turn this into Frankie Edgar BJ Penn instead of Matt or uh, Matt Sarah and GSP, right? Where, yeah, like some, a lot of times we've talked about it before. A lot of times when guys are at the top of the mountain and they get knocked off, it is difficult for them to get back to the top. But sometimes it is just a fluke and it's Amanda Nunes against uh, Juliana Pena and you whoop that ass and end up getting the win. So we will see. Leon Edwards has lo a long, long, long way to go to pick up a win in this bout, um, given where he was in the last one right up until that head kick. So the, the main story for me is how much has Leon Edwards grown from this, and can he be the one who is the, the next one at welterweight instead of just a blip on the radar for Kamara Usman? And for Usman, the, the win streak is over, which is, you know, disappointing. Um, it's funny how, like, the talk of him being the best welterweight of all time it, it now kind of mirrors GSP with that that surprise loss to Matt Serra way back in the day before GSP avenged that at the UFC in Montreal. I believe it was UFC 83. For Usman, I think the, the number one pound-for-pound -pound fighter in the world ranking is on the line in this bout. If he is able to avenge that loss and just kind of say like, hey, this was a misstep. We're back on track now. We talked about it after the, the Volkanovski loss. Um, Makhachev did not do enough, I think, in that fight to really, like, solidify he is that number one. I think if Usman gets back on track, he becomes the best fighter in the world. So that is what's on the line here for UFC 286. It's just to see who's the best fighter in the world. Today's ticket coming up next. All right, let's get into today's ticket. Um, and you know what? Let's start with this UFC fight. Early line on Kamaru Usman is minus 222 at cool bet. That is the, the best spot that you can get him at right now. It seems a little high. Um, I don't think we're going to have fighter props until later this week. But that's that, that feels like the best number to get him at. So if you want to, to make a real run here at Kamaru Usman, you're not getting a whole lot of return on the investment there, but I feel like that number is only going to go up. And also, it's probably the best number you're going to get Kamaru Usman at again. So if you want to load up on that one, I would absolutely understand that. We're, we're not going to officially click on that because the value just isn't quite there, but it is certainly something to, to, to look at here. In the NHL, it is a light night tonight with the uh, just three games. On the schedule, Buffalo taking on Toronto, Colorado and Montreal, and Dallas facing the Seattle Kraken. We're going to go Colorado, minus a goal and a half at minus 102 against Montreal. Um, 
Dallas taking on Seattle. I do like the stars in this one. You know what? We're going to go minus uh, a goal and a half at plus 195. That's going to be uh, what we do for that one. And in basketball, uh, a bit of a lighter night, but not, I mean, it, it, it's it's a moderate schedule, I will say. Uh, let's go through it. I'm going to go Dallas plus two and a half against the, the Memphis Grizzlies. I just feel like there's a lot going on with Memphis right now. Um, that that might be a little bit. So to, to be able to get almost a, a three-pointer out of that is all right. I like what Miami's doing. I'm going to go Miami minus 7.5 against the Utah Jazz. And that feels like a good one. Nice four-game ticket for you on a Monday. So that's going to do it for the show. It is fight week, so we have a full week planned. Coming up on the program tomorrow, it is Kamaro Usman legacy look we did this with a, a couple of fighters on the the last ufc card want to start doing this for some of the more impactful fighters um we take a break from the fight coverage on wednesday it is nfl or nhl power rankings and then finally how the kansas city chiefs were built after we took a bit of a detour with the patrick mahomes situation on thursday we look at british mma and then friday it is a ufc 286 preview thank you all so much for your support continue to download continue to rate review and subscribe wherever you can and I'll talk to you later this week. I'm out.